I don't know what any of this shit is, and I'm fucking scared. First, you're gonna tell me about this dying stuff. Sorry about that. What is a scientist? You caught me like I'm experimenting with science. It's like magic with electricity. I know that. I'm not stupid. I'm smarter than you. The smartest scientists in the entire world all agree science is a liar sometimes. Seriously, this could not seem less scientific. Those idiots don't know anything about science. It's science. I believe it's pronounced science. This is the least scientific thing I've ever seen. So I'm just experimenting with them? You'll be quiet. Thank you, scientists. Under the guise of science in the morning. Yes. Good morning to Charlie, everyone else, whatever time it is. Hello. This is yeah. Chris. And as uh, as you just said, I am Charlie. Yeah. So, um, so what are you drinking this morning? Um, I already had a cup of tea, and now I'm on to Gatorade. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Mm-hmm. I had a cup of... Uh, cup of it's uh it's it's like mushroom coffee it's mostly mushroom but it's yeah just trying it out it's just stuff called dose it's supposed to be oh like i <laughs> i was gonna ask what kind of mushroom that kind of mushroom okay i'm thinking yeah. hmm interesting <laughs> <laughs> no you can you can buy it in stores so oh, wow. it is not that kind of mushroom <laughs> oh okay Never mind that. Um, All right. So, but that's what I was more interested in anyway, believe it or not. So, yeah. What, what yeah. Kind it's, of mushroom uh, is? I don't know. Mushrooms are apparently like really good for you and stuff. Neuroplasticity mm-hmm. and other big words like that. Right. Um, but yeah. Some other shit of, other people figured out. Yeah. And I, I drink way too much fucking coffee every morning anyway. So, to try to wean off that a little bit. Okay. But I yeah, having... I switched. Same, I'm black tea. But yeah, so this is a are. black tea. It's a maple espresso black tea. So I guess I'm kind of defeating the purpose of drinking tea if it's an espresso tea. But <laughs> baby steps. I got to be awake. Yeah, yeah. Priorities. We have a show to do. Yeah. And tea's really good, man. Yes. Yes. Yeah, big, big fan of tea been a big hit for a long time it's been around a while yeah many First different time. cultures what is the process well i guess mushrooms and or tea or whatever because like i guess some stuff mushrooms in particular you could figure out all right this is probably edible because i'm seeing something else eat it right like the other animals figured it out and humans kind of followed suit yeah yeah basically but tea it's like what if i boil this yeah. Like were were leaves just sitting around, like just in water, and just somebody looking for any water was just like, oh, there's a puddle. I'll drink that. My word! <laughs> <laughs> just instantly classy, right? <laughs> and if the first person tries like a coffee bean that fell in the water and drank that, and then they're hunting something, and they're like, "Will you shut up? They're gonna know we're here." <laughs> He's like, no, but I, I just, the thrill of the hunt, man, to be out here, we're in the sun. This is living, right? This is <laughs> first person to ever have caffeine. <laughs> no, this is great. Come on. We, I bet we could catch this thing. Let's let's just start running right now. We could totally run this yeah, fucking thing down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
this is really good, but I, I feel like if we did this and then we also burned leaves of a different plant and inhaled that, like that would, mm-hmm. would really go together. Those, those tobacco leaves over there, it'd be nonstop <laughs> ass kicking. And I don't even feel like I have to eat anymore. Oh, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really like the taste of this. What if, see that baby cow over there? Let's get some of what he's getting. Put that in this. Now I like the taste. The first <laughs> latte. <laughs> It'd be fucking ballsy. Yeah. A lot of people died along the way to get us here. Just the pumpkin spice. <laughs> it's, uh, <clears throat> yeah, because there's definitely stuff that even that people saw animals eating. And was like, okay, cool, I'll eat that. And uh, human stomachs were not meant to handle that shit. Mm-hmm. Or any part of their uh, anatomy. I don't know, you ever seen? You ever seen Naked and Afraid? I, I've, I know of it. Yeah, I've, okay. I've like watched it, watched it, but I, I, for whatever reason, I have watched it, watched it. But uh, there was one particular episode where it was like a crew of people that were on it. Maybe it wasn't Naked and Afraid. Maybe it was survival kind of thing because it was. I can't remember the number of people, but it was like it, it was a good number. Um, but they didn't have anything. They were wandering around trying to find a food source and they found a tree with a whole bunch of fruit. And a couple of the people right in just, oh, it's so good. They saw monkeys eating it. So they knew monkeys are eating it. We can eat it. Um, some of the people did not eat it, though. They were like, eh, I don't know. I don't trust it. But like the five people that did got these awful stomach pains and their livers started to shut down. Like one guy didn't want to tap out, but they had no choice. They had to get them all. Their eyes were turning yellow. Like they were getting jaundice. And they were like, shit. no, we, we have to get you to a medical facility. And it turns out that the monkeys have some kind of bacteria that they're immune to that's on this fruit. And people are not immune to that same bacteria. Yes. See, fucking yep. can't just go eat monkey. See monkey. Don't. Right. Holy shit! <laughs> Excellent. But uh, all all this stuff is is technically chemistry. How stuff interacts with other stuff. That is true. Uh, even uh, figuring out of boiling coffees and teas and such—that's chemistry as well, to a on a baser level. Yep. Be sure to boil your fruit. It's a a great Hey baby I'm gonna boil your fruit (laughs) I'm sure that works every single time Uh, Well I guess it depends What your goal is (laughs) I was trying to boil her fruit She let me boil her fruit (laughs) Worked out now her tomatoes are bacteria free Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to transition from that. I have no idea. That was weird. <laughs> we can talk about. <laughs> hey, you know what else is weird? <laughs> Elements. <laughs> yeah, there are. So there's there's 120 something elements on the whole periodic table, right? More or less. Some. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's over 100. We're up over 100. I think we invented some. Or like, there's there's some man-made elements out there now. Um, let me pull this up real quick and see what we got. Yeah, I got it right here. I, I remember. Yeah, I've seen hundred plus. Love the, the bottom row. 
Yeah, it's like cheating. It like zooms out and all these kind of squish in there and then back to our regularly scheduled programming. Yeah, yeah, it goes up to one eighteen. So yeah, you were you were right in that ballpark. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, I don't remember if I had to learn the whole periodic table and be able to name every element. Like they mentioned I, that in this video at one point. Yeah, yeah, I don't ever remember having to do that. I had we had to know like some of the key ones. Um, the different areas and the different, like, you know, knowing all the noble gases were on the right side and stuff like that. But yeah, I didn't have to memorize them one, one for one. Hell no. It, the, uh, I remember having to learn the, uh, like the suffixes and the prefixes and shit. Where like, I remember regurgitating them on a test and never using them again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which now, kind of in hindsight, like I kind like because if you retain that, you can look, you can really read a shampoo bottle. Yeah, right. Like you, you get <laughs> and the, get something out of it. Yeah, it's like oh, dimethylalanine. That means that there's two of this, and then one of this, and then yeah, yeah. This shampoo is delicious. Who knew? <laughs> I can... It was right in front of me the whole time. <laughs> I work. Uh, all right, this is a uh, top ten strangest elements, which we actually found two versions of this. Uh, this is the Americanized version, which looks like it ripped off the British one. Mm -hmm. uh, the British one is kind of amusing because uh, the guy talks real funny, and uh, as we've established on this show, uh, we really like laughing at how they talk. <laughs> <laughs> He was, he was doing the thing with uh, things that end in ing, like suffering, like when right. you really lean into the G at the end. Yeah, like sticking that landing. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get right into it. This is a uh, facts verse. We'll share it. Uh, if facts verse is the channel, we'll share it in the links. I think. And we're off. Facts First presents Top 10 Strangest Elements. Currently, there are 118 oh, elements on the periodic table. <laughs> Many high school students are required to learn each of these elements. Some students are required to learn just the basic ones. On the periodic table, there are some very strange elements as well. And here's a list of the 10 strangest ones. Number 10, gallium. Gallium is a very unique element. It's often used during the manufacturing of electronics. What makes the element so unique is that when it's held in a person's hand, it Can will we just order gallium? When the temperature like, are you allowed to just have gallium? Is it toxic? Uh, I don't think it's toxic. It looks like, yeah, you can hold it in your hand and, and you're good to go. It, um, I think it, it's not even that reactive. Because <clears throat> it, it's used in stuff like we, uh, I think, use it in in electronics. Uh, oh, I'm looking up here. Particularly in the production of gallium arsenide semiconductors. So whatever those are, we use it for that. I was gonna ask a question about whether or not it's uh, it's conductive, but it's used to make something with conductive in the name. In fact, it's not just regular conductive; it's super semi. 
semi semiconductive oh, semi okay it's also used in some led technologies and solar panels so yeah there's some it definitely uh is helpful with electricity <laughs> gets electrics how... from one place to another yeah temperature drops back to the melting point it will re-solidify you can melt and solidify the metal as often as oh, you like. Oh, in the other version of this video, the guy was saying that uh, chemists used to take gallium and make silverware out of it and yeah. just to fuck with each other. Because yeah, the second brilliant. you pick it up or put anything warm on it, it just like probably goes limp. <laughs> yeah, it melts. <laughs> yeah, well, if you're using it to stir your tea, that's going to be super hot. So you probably now you have liquid gallium in your tea it's <laughs> a terrible idea <laughs> yeah that, that's probably not good there i mean even if it's not toxic it's, it's still metal yeah you even if you do have some trace amounts of it you're probably not supposed to have like a droplet or three right in your body i think i think it's a pretty good idea to not drink any metals in general, I, I would make that uh, yes. a habit. Um, steel reserve. Well, that's probably not a good idea to drink that either. <laughs> Though we have. <laughs> and that just has it in the name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not a good idea anymore. No. Number nine, Copernicium. The British guy said that one real funny. Mysterious element because scientists have had a hard time studying it. It's a very radioactive element, and it's a metal. What makes it so strange is that when it reaches room temperature, it immediately turns mm. into a gas. The reason why the element's so hard to study is that it decays very quickly and very easily. So that would crazy. They would need, like, just to study it even in, in the liquid form, they would need, like, super, like, uh, uh, equipment that would be good in like really low temperatures. Yeah, like you'd have to get it like a sub-zero microscope or something. Well, it like sounded that. like it turned into gas at room temperature. So mm. the the boiling point, you could probably do it in like a meat locker kind of temperature situation, and it would mm. be liquid. But then from it to go to, I don't know what the freezing point is though. If you wanted to look at it as a metal, probably have to be real cold. But it sounds like it doesn't exist in any kind of state long enough because it is so radioactive so it kind of decays quickly into something else uh and also just to establish this uh technically anything that's solid is that technically frozen because the freezing yeah. point just like the freezing yeah, that's, point that's for the word this to think table of it. Yeah. is way oh yeah so the melting point Right. It's, okay. It depends on which way you're transitioning gotcha. from freezing. Yeah. All right. Cool. 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 And evaporating, condensating. It's the same kind of. Uh, all right. And uh, last thing about uh, Copernicium, like Copernicus, that's named after Copernicus. Like, oh, okay. It, I I think like what else is Copernic? Like did they, they, they already like have they, copper, so you can't name it after that. Yeah. It's like it's not copperish, but yeah, there's a bunch of things like coming up on this list is francium. There's Californium, mm -hmm. like just throwing again. This the gets very... back to scientists being lazy with naming shit. Right, this look up and see something, and uh, this reminds me. I don't know. Copernicus found something that, that works. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, put... our very next one is our good friend, uh, Mary Curie. But Ah, yeah. See, there we go. Case in point. Curium. This unique element is named after Marie Curie because she was responsible for its discovery. Each year, scientists produce just a few kilograms of this element. What makes it so unique is that it is so radioactive, it glows in the dark. Yeah, so scientists produce it only a few kilograms per year. Is it like, it's curium day, and then they go in and make it? Like, (laughs) Scientists producing something, I don't know what that means. And it is there just not that big of a market for it? Yeah, I don't know. Like, <laughs> like, is there a guy that's just like he's got a whole, I don't know, fridge full of it in his basement fridge? He's like, I can't unload this shit. I, I, I'm up to my fucking ears in it. I'm, I'm completely yeah. washed out. I'm underwater with this shit. <laughs> yeah, we got to limit the supply to one kilogram a year. That's it, scientist. <laughs> that's all I can move. <laughs> Number seven. Francium. Francium is an element that occurs naturally, which means that it is not produced in a lab. It was named after the country of France. Of all the alkaline metals, francium is the most reactive. When it's at its most stable isotope, it has a half-life of just 22 minutes. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. So what, do they use that to blow shit up? Um, I don't know. I think uh, it's pretty scarce and tough to use. It's even tough to like study because of how quickly it decays. So they probably just literally try to use it to study radioactivity. I don't think there's much else you can do with it. Because if, if you put it in electronics, you got 22 minutes to use it before half of it's gone. <laughs> and that's the most stable isotope. So the other one's... The most stablest isotope is me. This <laughs> <laughs> is right. Number six, unanbium. If you studied no, the unanbium. table in school before 1996, <laughs> you likely never heard of unanbium. It's because it was not created until 1996. It's classified on the periodic table with the elements that were created the same way by combining two other elements together. <laughs> What makes the element so unique is that none of the elements have been observed for more than a fraction of a second at a time. I love All how right. much of uh, of science or chemistry specifically, and I guess physics too, is just like, "All right, well, let's just slam a bunch of shit into each other and just see what yeah. happens." <laughs> and the fact that it was, "All right, this thing doesn't exist." But we slam things that do exist into each other, and for a split second, there was another thing. So, new element. Like, <laughs> that's not an element. Then that's <laughs> yeah. That that's like if if you throw two, two two pool balls together and take a picture of it while they're together, and say, "Oh, it's a new t- type of pool ball," and then <laughs> it doesn't exist. It was just for a second they smashed into each other. Look, I I slammed the one and the seven ball into each other. Now there's a seventeen ball. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's cheating scientists. Yeah. And and to then name it Unumbium. Like you, we none of this needed to happen. You could have done you could have done something else with that brain. <laughs> That's just they're just uh just the super lazy scientists 
Like, like, nope, this, uh, we're just we're just going to keep slamming shit into each other. And it's like, all right, <laughs> you're just burning through this grant money and you're not getting anything done. We're sure? making the periodic table better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For who? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those are my favorite names. If you read the ingredients on many medications and cosmetic packages, you'll see the element bismuth. Of all the non-reactive metals on the periodic table, this is the heaviest. If you were to place a magnet between two pieces of bismuth, it would levitate indefinitely. It almost looks magical. That made me angry. It almost looks magical. Either it looks magical or it doesn't. <laughs> right. <laughs> eh, kind of. If you squint, it's a little magic. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. Anytime I look at it from the left side, it's it's so close to looking magical, but not quite. I like this. Could you could take this act on tour? It could be the, the mysterious bismuth. It sounds like a magician name. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah bismuth is it's in pepto-bismol so that's uh that's why i like it oh okay yeah it uh i think it's because it's heavy like part of what pepto does is like it just pushes everything down like stuff that's like backed up like it just kind of forces it through i think Okay, right. but I, so I know is... it's it's very dense, um, and like it also coats your stomach. That's that does that as well. That's why it does all so this... five things. Pepto Bismol. It's very nice. So it's like one metal that you can drink. There we go. All right, we're already we're already learning. Yeah. So uh, and some metals not 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 too bad to drink. One cool thing about bismuth, though, in, mm. in particular, the it originally was thought to be stable like not radioactive at all mm. but it was determined that it is radioactive it's just the half-life is in particular the most stable isotope is bismuth 209 mm. the half-life is longer than the current estimated age of the universe so it's just the slowest radioactive decay wow so for all intents and purposes it's not radioactive like as far as we're concerned, just compared to the universe, it is. Holy shit! But we apparently can drink it. Wait, all right. I, I think I'm. I think I'm confused now. So if okay. the half life is crazy long for yeah. for the radioactivity, right? That's that's right. what the half life is. So yep. if, if it's a really long half life, then isn't it just always radioactive? Um, yes, but so slowly that it's not emitting much radiation. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So something with a very short half-life is going to be emitting an intense amount of radiation. Yes. Yeah, because it's a whole bunch of shit. It's basically the proton switching to a neutron or vice versa. I forget which way it goes. But however it goes, when that happens, some type of energy has to come out, and that's what is measured as radiation because it can't create or destroy energy. All right. Yeah. And this, uh, the reason it floats between two magnets, I think they explained it a little better in that other video, but it's got something to do with it. Uh, the whatever, if there's a magnetic, if there's a magnet 
whatever side the magnet's facing, the magnetic field of the bismuth will send the opposite. Yeah, it doesn't care if it's north or south. It repels them both. Gotcha. There we go. Much more concise and less rambly way. (laughs) (laughs) But equally correct. Cool shit. That is neat. Yeah. It's weird that just happened. Yeah. And I will say that it looks outright magical. Yeah. Not almost. None of this almost. Piece of shit. Number four, sulfur. There are plenty of things that make sulfur such a unique element. Many scientists call it the chameleon of the periodic table. Mm, Yeah. If you melt sulfur, it'll turn into a blood red liquid. If you burn sulfur, it'll produce a blue flame. Even the smell is unique as it smells like rotten eggs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fucking um, stink bombs. That's all sulfur. Mm hmm. Right. Skunks, there's sulfur in there. Everything that, that smells gross is a little sulfur almost. Yeah, I was a little disappointed to find out garlic. Like, yeah. I, think, I think garlic smells good. I'm a big I fan like, of it. I like garlic too. I, remember- I used to live uh, on, sorry, but on yeah. Newdorp in um, Staten Island. I used to live my backyard bordered with an Italian restaurant. So when the wind blew the right way, it was just you know, garlic on the air. It was oh, fantastic. Man. if there isn't a singer from staten island who's made an album about uh staten island and hasn't called it garlic on the air on the wind (laughs) garlic wind (laughs) the garlic wind (laughs) (laughs) um i remember uh, i was still figuring out like cooking stuff and I put way too much garlic powder into a bunch of uh, chopped meat that I was making. And I stunk. <laughs> like, I had it, uh, yeah, I had it for dinner the previous night and still had a garlicky stench about me for like <laughs> a good portion of the next day. I was like, all right, well. Not just. Not just your breath, like your person. Yeah, like emanating from my pores. (laughs) And it was summer, too, so I was really sweating it out. Nice. Yeah, it was uh, very garlicky. Got to cut this meat with some other meat so the garlic isn't (laughs) as strong. I wouldn't have minded. (laughs) Like, hey, come sit next to me, Charles. (laughs) You smell more delicious than you normally do. I don't know what's going on. That's got to be somebody's fetish, right? Somebody's got to be into. No, you got to smell like garlic. You right, have yeah. to reek of garlic. Eat this clove and come <laughs> home with me. I was away with some friends, and there was heads of garlic on the table. And I walked in and saw him, and I was like, just to the dude who was standing near it, I was like, "Yo, you won't take a bite out of that garlic like an apple." And he's like, "All right," and just. Just right into it. I was like, wow. Jesus. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah wow. I would have said, I would have said, you're right. <laughs> I too would have said that. Yeah. It was pretty great. It's like, yeah, yeah. half hour later, it's like, my mouth is still burning. <laughs> He's pulling like the dry flakes out too. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah biting into the whole, you got to at least. 
clean it out to get the uh, clove you can do something with. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, I, I love when I only, only when I'm an ideas guy and it just comes to life immediately and you just get instant results from it. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't even have to do anything. I just said, hey, here's the dumb, intrusive thought I had. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I'll act on it. <laughs> okay. Which is my command. <laughs> um, oh, there was back to sulfur. I remember. I don't I don't know what it's for, but they sell in hardware stores like a, it's like a brick of like sulfur. Like it's almost like a hard sponge. And you're supposed to use it to, like, I don't know, sand shit down or something. But it stinks like sulfur. And I remember finding one of those when I was a kid in my house and just making it stank. Yeah. <laughs> just breathing. Yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> great. Scratching and <laughs> scratch. The old scratch and sniff. <laughs> they definitely had a scratch and sniff with the sulfur or something, I would assume. I'm right? sure. Because yeah. yeah, they, they had gross ones. Yeah, smell the skunk. There's all the animal things. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Skunk tail. Skunk tail. That's all they ever gave to the skunk. All the other animals, like, yo, feel the soft ears, or here's its scratchy hooves, or I don't know, whatever the <laughs> hell. Skunk is just always, this, this one stinks. Yeah, here, here, smell this piece of shit that nobody likes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Skunks need to get a better PR person. That's why they were able, because I see some pretty skunks. There's one in this neighborhood that's like mostly white, and it like is almost Racist. glow in the dark to to <laughs> a point. Well, <laughs> no, it's it's black and white. It's it's mixed, but it's just normally it's just the one white stripe down the back. Uh-huh. This one is so bright, and it, it's like yeah, because it doesn't need to hide. Even other animals are like uh, uh-uh, I ain't I ain't eating that thing. I'm going oh, to wow. it. Yeah. So is it like inverted? Is it like white with a black stripe? Kind of, yeah. Wow. yeah. It's almost like a, re- a reverse mohawk. <laughs> <laughs> it's a reverse skunk. It shoots out yeah. nice smelling things. <laughs> if only. <laughs> Number three, helium. Helium is a well-known element. If you've ever had balloons at your birthday party, you've used helium. While it is a very well-known element, it's also very unique. Not only is helium odorless and colorless, it's also tasteless. If it comes into contact with another element, it doesn't react. When helium reaches 272 degrees Celsius, it becomes a superfluid. Under the right circumstances, it can actually yeah. defy gravity. There's no other elements on the periodic table that have this kind of power. The next time you attend a birthday party with balloons, you can say thank you to the person who discovered Only helium. if they're at that birthday party. That's true. And I bet yeah. they're dead, so you probably can't do that. Right. <laughs> Yeah, you can just say it to the sky. Pour, pour some out. <laughs> you have to like let a little helium go for the uh, <laughs> for the guy that invented helium, or whatever. Also, I I like when they bring up that an element is tasteless. Like, did they did they have all the elements, and then uh, <laughs> and then there was a taster. Like somebody had to taste each yeah. element and describe it. <laughs> You're like, nah, this one nothing. Yeah, no, nothing on this one either. It's crazy. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, the chloride was bad. <laughs> or the or it's tasteless like it just uh it just says a lot of crude and insulting things all the time to all the other elements. Mm. Could be that. No class, yeah. no taste. Yeah. Uh they didn't put the the one that's the opposite of helium on here or the thing that does the opposite to your voice. 
Oh, okay. The start of that. Helium opposite. While you looked that up, though, I thought it was pretty cool the, that helium doesn't really go to liquid state. It goes to that super, super fluid. Yeah, super fluid. So it's kind of like yeah, halfway between liquid and, and gas. Yeah, I guess I, guess I just kind of glazed right over that. What? So it's it's not technically a liquid? No, it's like a different phase of matter. Um, have we talked it, about it, that it, with like stars and shit? I f- mm, we might have touched on it at some point that they're uh, different because because it was uh, they use it in dry cleaning with like uh, carbon to actually use the superfluid. Really, it's like dry dry ice in the the you know the next form how it skips a, a I don't know if it is carbon whatever they use they use a superfluid in dry cleaning but yeah it's just another state of matter that it not not a gas not a fluid it's it's a gas that kind of lines up in a fluidish way or behaves like a fluid but it's still see through okay yeah it's pretty it's pretty cool like we uh figured out that out in various different industries and stuff we use that for different reasons but when it happens to helium if, if it's in a cup the super fluid of helium will actually climb the side of the cup and try to get out the outside Holy to shit. reach a place that's warmer because it prefers to be in a gaseous state. Wow. Yeah. That's some sci-fi movie shit. Yeah. That's helium like- has a, it's an element with a preference. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> the, um, whatever I'm thinking of that was similar to it, something being a super super state was that I don't remember what uh, it was. super fluid no but like in stars oh. like in the cores of stars like it's so hot where it's not necessarily a solid or a liquid oh that's that's more like a, a plasma yeah plasma there you go that's yeah that was that thing that's both yeah and that's kind of where the uh, the electrons aren't really connected to any one particular atom it's just kind of like a free flowing electron soup and even the the quarks kind of are start to get a little bit uh soupy as well quark cool gluon plasma cool beans and uh sulfur hexafluoride so it's not an element it's actually a compound uh it's, okay it's the same as just makes your voice deeper as opposed to higher pitched like he gotcha <clears throat> I, I saw a video of a uh, the one of the one of the opening bands I saw at uh, when I went to Red Rocks over the summer uh, was this guy uh, Andy Frasco and the UN, and he was posting video of himself recording vocals for one of their albums, and he's using that stuff so he can do lower harmonies with his own voice. Oh wow! Yeah, it was fucking. It was really neat. I was like, look at this fucking guy. It's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah found the use. Yeah, uh, they're uh, they're nuts. They're a great band. It's one of the best live bands I've seen in some time. Like they put on such a good show. They're really their music is like almost kind of like indie rockish, but they have okay. so much fucking energy. Uh, like this dude standing on his piano, like jumping up and down, like he's trying to stomp his way through the floor, okay. uh, just <laughs> passing around bottles of fucking Jameson on stage, just swigging it. Nice. Dude smoking butts mid song, just like it's like this is like a, a blues band from the seventies. Like it has that kind of energy to it. It's like, we don't care what happens to us at all. 
<laughs> right, is for, for your for your entertainment. Yeah, they're hey. good stuff. Yeah, right, uh, I'll check them out. Alrighty, moving. Before on. you move on, though, yeah. I just I, I looked up uh, it, it's CO two that's used for dry cleaning, so it's uh, actual carbon dioxide. But they, oh, okay. it's and it's super critical fluid. I was saying super fluid, but super critical fluid. So it's uh, <laughs> yeah, super critical CO two. Super critical. Hey. You have ugly shoes, and you have you're too short, and <laughs> one of your eyes is bigger than the other eye, and you smell kind of bad, and enough for me to notice. It's just <laughs> like, well, just don't don't go near CO two when it's super critical. It's under a lot of pressure. <laughs> CO two, dick. <laughs> Number ten, silicon. This element is found in all computer chips. It's also found in many types of electronics, and it's very common in sand. Over the past three decades, this element has been used quite often I didn't thanks know that to the about technological sand. revolution. If it weren't for silicon, we wouldn't have much of the technology that we use today. The next time you log on to your computer or watch a Faxverse video, you can thank silicon for that. Most tech giants are located in Silicon Valley, and now you know why they named it that. Mm-hmm. He... This guy gets more and more annoying as the video goes on. Stop telling me to thank people. Right. I'll do what I want to do. Yeah, you can you can do this. Why don't you go ahead and do this? Thing. No, shut up. Don't tell me what to do. I'm already <laughs> watching your video, bro. Fucking trying to put ideas in my head. Uh silica gel? Is that uh is that made of sil- silicon? It's probably part of it. I would imagine with that name. Silicon dioxide. All right. There we go. It's a compound. Okay. Uh, And are those like those those, uh, packs that keep stuff dry that they put in stuff and say, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do not eat. Stop making silica so goddamn delicious. And maybe stop eating. (laughs) That's on you. Yeah. And with the Silicon Valley thing, I, I always assumed it was like some part of having to do with computers. Like I didn't know the specifics yeah. of it, but yeah, it's in all the, uh, the chips basically. And I, I know the Silicon, it like it, there's a ton of it. I think it's somewhere between 20 to 30% of the earth's crust is made of Silicon. Oh, no shit. Silicon. Yeah. It's in a lot of stuff or it's, it's got a lot yeah. of different uses too. Like there's the, uh, caulking and shit like that when you're doing like oh sure bathroom work and boobies yes very aware of that one nice job on that one silicon fantastic job (laughs) which i but i've I've heard that uh that they've been using saline now instead of silicon for breast implants yeah i i think that there's different things you can different price ranges and stuff too Get your bu- budget boobies. <laughs> budget boobies. Where is that yeah. store? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah, but it's funny that we're uh, technically living in the Silicon Age versus like the Iron Age and the Bronze Age and stuff like that. That's kind of our, our thing. Oh, I bet really? none of those ages thought to use any of those metals for boobs. So Yeah, probably not. I mean, only... yeah. Like the closest thing would probably be any armor that was made for a lady. Yeah. Have to have a little bump out. Yeah. Yeah. If if, uh, if movies would have us 
believe anything. It's the ladies definitely need a boobs part for their armor. Yeah, but they don't need a lot covering any anywhere else though. Women fight with not a lot of clothes apparently, not a lot of armor. <laughs> <laughs> and you got to protect the boobs. That is the most important part that needs to be saved apparently. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Number 1, carbon. <laughs> Carbon is such a unique element because it is the most necessary element to sustain life. It's literally found in everything, and it makes up the weight of 20% of all living things. If carbon didn't exist, we wouldn't. So the exist. next time you see a what carbon, make sure to so thank the carbon. If Fuck you, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> carbon were to cease to exist, life as we know it would completely disappear. Carbon is. You say that about a lot of things. Yeah. But. You explaining during the uh, the 3D printing shit episode 24, our least downloaded episode, by the way. Go listen; it's a good fucking uh, episode. Hell yeah. yeah! You're talking about downloading uh, downloading sandwiches. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Deandre, go download me a hoagie off the internet. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like that. It's it's the. It's the way the uh, the the element like forms a lattice, right? Like that's what right that that's what allows you kind of build complex structure that's fairly stable. So it's like the framework for everything, essentially. Mm-hmm. And twenty percent of everything is carbon. Is that, is that's is it all living things? All living things. Twenty okay. percent of all living things is carbon. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. And how much of that is? Do you know how much of that is in the Earth's surface or in the crust? Um, I don't. I think I've, I'm gonna go with a shit ton. But <laughs> let me see what the actual <laughs> <laughs> one metric shit ton plants. So that's all carbon right there. Anything, uh, anything living? Yeah. So there's lots. Yeah. Of so I mean, it's it's not a lot of it in the Earth's crust. Okay. It's like a, a quarter percent or something like that. Right, which was the actual question that I asked. Thank you for paying yeah. attention to what I say, because I certainly don't pay attention to what I say. Yeah. <laughs> and even in the air, there's not that much. It's only about it's point. The other one was point zero two five. This is point zero four percent. So there's not a lot of it that is actually free. It seems to be mostly in us or. Us meaning, and it's even everything alive. It's breathed out as part of carbon dioxide. It is where most of that probably comes from, right? Most of the carbon in the air, presumably so. Right, exactly. And it's crazy that there's not that much in the air compared to some of the other stuff. I mean, again, like we've talked about, it's mostly nitrogen. It's like eighty percent nitrogen. So, and then a big chunk is oxygen, and there's just a little bit of carbon and some other shit, and that's enough. So anything that, well, everything that procreates, um, uh, yeah, I guess mammals, people. So sperm fertilizes egg, and then there's just a bunch of carbon in there too. Is it like drawing carbon out of? Out I'm of guessing the cells. Or... Like you're getting down to the microscopic level, you have a cell, mm-hmm. and the cell is made of various elements. Um, and 20% of each cell is made of carbon. Okay. So 
then the cell is splitting or, you know, uh, cloning itself and then doubling and doubling as gotcha, yeah, gotcha. As the baby is becoming a fetus or whatever. Okay. So I, all right, that makes more sense. Yeah. Cause cells are tiny and then that's right. This is atoms that we're talking about, right. which are so much smaller than cells. Yeah, tinier. How big is a cell compared to an atom? Let's see if I can find that. That's a very good question. I'm going to say, though, that it's going to be like a staggeringly big number. Yeah, the size of an atom is 10 to the negative 10m, where a cell is 10 to negative 6m. Okay, so yeah, that's I want four orders of magnitude. There we go. Orders of magnitude. Yeah. I want a perspective thing though. I'm looking around, seeing if I can find a picture. Nah. All right. Oh. Here I'm just reading this first Google search real quick. Scientists estimate the average cell, human cell, mm -hmm. contains about a hundred trillion atoms. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Holy shit! One cell is a hundred trillion atoms. Yeah. That's nuts. Uh, I found this one that is comparing. Uh, a hydrogen atom to the diameter of the sun and the uh the example that bridges the two is uh Danny DeVito. How so? Uh <laughs> on a scale of smallest to largest things we can see in the solar system, we sit pretty much dead in the middle. Or Danny DeVito does. At one and a half meters, he's about ten billion times bigger than an atom. And one billion times smaller than the diameter of the sun. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So Danny DeVito is the center of the universe. I can get with that. All right. And we have a, we have a bonus element, which Fancy. I'm you right out of the gate. I'm calling bullshit on this, but you can convince me otherwise. Here's a bonus <laughs> element for you. Fordite. Scientists discover new things every day, and many are quite amazing. One really cool discovery recently was Fordite. It's a type of stone that looks like a mineral, but it's much more bizarre than that. It was found deep inside a cave. Fordite is also known as Detroit agate, and it's not a rock or a mineral. It consists of thousands of layers of automobile paint All right. that are hardened. Hardened when cars are hand-painted. Hand -painted. So how did they discover it in a cave? They kind of skipped over that. It sounds like, was this waste? Were, were we dumping waste in a cave? Is that what happened? And over time, it turned into a, this colorful rock. That's like a kid just piling up a bunch of trash and shit in his room and being told to clean the room. It's like, no, 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 I'm, I'm making an element. <laughs> if I could bring it back so I think he should leave The mother goes in to clean the room And he could Stop, stop, please, I'm doing something <laughs> um, No, it, it, it doesn't seem like it's uh, I don't know however, however it got there is very I don't know, just glossed over, I guess Just, oh, look at this Because it sounds like, I don't know When they were hand painting the cars the waste dripping off and going through pipes and ending up in a cave. Like, I don't think that's, it's not safe. It's not sound. It seems like it was, maybe I'm making something out of nothing. <laughs> well, they're really leaning into the whole Ford Detroit 
thing right. too. It's like, come on, shut up. <laughs> when the paint is baked again and again, it becomes encrusted on the machines that are used to paint cars. When people saw Fordite, they saw the beauty of it. Today, it's often used in when people jewelry. saw Fordite. Textures are when they were scraping the shit off of their tools. Right. Yeah. And again, where is this cave coming from? Is this not? <laughs> Nah, just take the shit in that cave, scrape it in there. Nobody knows. Just leave it. <laughs> all right, I'm going to go. Uh, I got to clean my equipment off. I'm going to bring it all down to the cave. Uh, <laughs> I'll be back in a few. <laughs> Gross. Sure, you kill off the wildlife. Our psychedelic, <laughs> which makes it an element high in demand because of its beauty. Best of all, the element is very eco-friendly. This element can be recycled like for what? better purposes. There's a unique pattern inside. Instead of being in this cave where it's uh, killing the local whatever lives in the cave, you can recycle it and turn it into a paperweight. I don't know. Not... Yeah, like I'm, I'm starting to wonder, like, who paid for this video to get made? Somebody in Detroit or Ford. Yeah, or, someone in yeah, the automotive industry somewhere. Sponsored by... <laughs> And look what we did with definitely not our garbage and waste. <laughs> <laughs> it's magically collecting in this cave that scientists just found. <laughs> and it's eco-friendly. The, yeah. the inside of the element is so beautiful, it looks like something that you'd find in a museum. <sighs> what makes the element so unique is the way it's created. You don't need to dig deep or go mining for the element. All you need to do is go to an automobile shop that handles painting cars. If you scrape the machine, you'll have a very beautiful and unique stone. Since they are created while painting cars, no stone will ever look alike. You just go in there and just start scraping their fucking machines. <laughs> they love it. But then how does it get into rocks? Like, it's obviously being shaped. Yeah, it was, it was dumped. It was whoever dumped it. <laughs> made this video and they're trying to play it off like it's just a weird element it's the same as you know fucking gallium yeah you don't you don't even have to dig deep for this one because we just threw right. shit all over the cave no <laughs> digging required <laughs> look this up huh just outside the ford plant in detroit interesting <laughs> yeah you have to yeah upcycled there's the word not recycled yeah, there's a lot of uh, <laughs> there's a very strong effort to control a narrative in this last yeah. minute of the video. <laughs> there's a bonus element. <laughs> this is something you can't say for most of the elements on the periodic. I can say one thing about the other elements on the periodic table <laughs> that you can't say about Fordite is that they're actual fucking elements, <laughs> not a bunch of paint. Because paint is made of shit. You can't just now... It's it's even worse than... What was the Ubun, Abundium or whatever the hell they... I forget what the name of that, that uh, bullshit one was Unundium. already. Yeah. Unundium, yeah. Where you just smash it together. And, no, that was, that was definitely an element. <laughs> like paint is made up of... Like paint is a compound of a whole different bunch of stuff. Right. Now, because we're sticking different colors together, you're going to say, oh, this is a cool element. <laughs> and it's good for the environment. <laughs> yeah, it's like they, they didn't even try to know what element means. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, you were saying paint is compounds, which compounds are made right. of multiple elements. Right. So there's already, a, yeah, once elements get added together, they're no longer elements, they're compounds. 
Right. Yeah. Hey, Fordite, what's your atomic number? Let's start with that. Yeah. That's a fantastic There's question. Them. Yeah. What's your boiling point? Yeah. Actually, that's probably Shit. not a bad question. <laughs> yeah, it probably melts first, but whatever. <laughs> right here. I don't know if you can see on the screen. Uh, Fordite is not an element and is not a stone and is not found in caves. <laughs> 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 Thank you, comments. Yeah. Fortnite cave. We'll look that up. It's not even. It's not even a thing that comes up. Yeah. I mean, and we're not even done with weird elements. They only gave ten, and then just went right into this fake thing. <laughs> but uh. And also, are carbon and silicon really that weird or unique or strange if they're in, like, most of the stuff? This strange element makes up most of everything you know. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you you see this crazy, weird element oxygen that we all breathe and is necessary for (laughs) life on the planet? Isn't that crazy and weird? (laughs) It's fucking amazing. It's amazing, yes, but it's not weird. And the other the things that happened were just like, how? But it's actually quite commonplace. Yeah, that's uh, that's our elements. Uh, there are ten of them, and yeah, one not element. <laughs> one one bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even the the whole reason I wanted to go with this one was because it had that on there, and I was like, I. I couldn't put my finger on why I was mad about it. It just didn't sound right. So I'm glad we hashed this out. Yeah, we just needed to talk about it. <laughs> cool shit. All right. Uh, I mean, I, I have I have other elements. Oh, do you? If you want to, yes. yeah. Because they they like I said they skipped over some uh, some basic ones. All right. Well, what do we got? Well, there's one metal that we use all the time. That is super weird because at room temperature, it's in a liquid state. It's a uh, mercury. Oh we, yeah, everybody uh, knows mercury from telling you what temperature it is and stuff. But um, its freezing point is negative thirty-seven degrees Fahrenheit. Holy shit! Negative thirty-eight degrees Celsius. They get pretty close. Oddly, thermometers definitely broke. In cold places where it got down that cold. Yeah. Because it freezes. Well, I guess no, because they, it wouldn't. Exp- water is the only thing that expands when it freezes. Mercury would probably contract when it became a solid. So it may not actually pop the glass. Really? Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Most most things contract when they freeze. Water is strange. It arranges in like a, an H2, like a, a, again, almost like a lattice, the way that the... the ice particles form and the, the, the molecules structure themselves. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, Which is another fucking amazing wow, this domino falling because if water didn't do that, that again wouldn't be life because because water expands when it freezes, ice is less dense and floats. If it was like everything else and contracted, ice would sink. So instead of having a layer of ice over the water where the fish can live and be, 
you know, somewhat insulated and because of the amount of stuff around them, the ice would sink and drive them up until it was frozen from the bottom and the fish died in the shallow water and oh. the ice would eventually build up from the bottom. That's right. That's crazy. Yeah. Cause yeah. Yeah, cause every, every, anytime anything like during the winter, it's like, it's like, Oh, the, uh, the door closes weird now. Cause it's colder in the house generally. And like, yeah. So it shrinks a little yeah. bit. Yep. Yeah, I guess I never realized that. I mean, I, I guess never reconciled those two ideas. Right. Yeah. All right. Cool. Neato. Good job, water. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for being <laughs> another key component of life. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for making thanks for making hockey possible. Appreciate you, water. Yeah. <laughs> Who um, else we got? Sorry, I was going to cut you off. I, I mean, I cut you off. Were you going to say something there? Or? Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> All right, cool. So I will move on to iridium. Um, iridium is one of the densest naturally occurring elements, along with another one called osmium, which I think is osmium, I think is the densest. Um, osmium is pretty rare on Earth, but iridium is very, very rare on Earth. It's uh, They use it in, in some compounds and stuff because it's more stable than other elements mm. but it's very rare in the earth's crust except in one particular location in the crust that's one of the reasons why we realize that an asteroid must have hit earth at some point because it's common in uh out of space objects so there's that one layer where there's an where did all this iridium come from oh wow yeah that's neat so the, yeah uh what was the other one? Osmium? Osm- osmium, yeah. I might be saying these wrong, but O-S-M-I-U-M. So it seems like osmium, osmium. Now these are, you said they're the dense, like so does, what amount of this would weigh as much as Manhattan? Osmium is the densest naturally occurring element, and it's around 22.59 grams per cubic centimeter. Um, I don't know how to, um, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Translate that into Manhattan. Convert it into. Convert, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm a little rusty on my Manhattan times tables. <laughs> Not 100% on it. <laughs> but I, I would think... Uh, an island smaller than Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> I almost said Staten Island would weigh as much as Manhattan, but I think Staten Island's <laughs> kind of wider. I don't know. Yeah. No, I think it would be much smaller. Yeah. Uh, but I have no idea. Certainly exactly. not a long island. No. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Who else we got? Um, did they they didn't talk about cesium, and that's your uh, your name, right? Cesium coming this yeah. way. <laughs> oh, they talked about cesium in the other video. That's right. Yeah, that, that was the other one. In season one of Rick and Morty, there is uh, an episode where aliens are trying to steal Rick's uh, recipe for portal fluid through a whole bunch of whatever he finally gives them the recipe how to make it whatever i don't 
it's like this is something like plutonic quarks. I don't know what that is. Cesium, and then a capful of bottled water. And while watching that other video, cesium explodes when water gets dumped on it. So <laughs> I was like, holy shit, that was a scientifically accurate somewhat because the, the aliens make the thing and it blows their ship up. Yeah. So I was like, holy fuck. Oh, damn. I guess that show knows their, their chemistry better than we do. <laughs> but what is it? Uh, what's, what's its deal? What's cesium's deal? Um, aside from being explosive in water, um, it's used for atomic clocks it for whatever reason is cesium is extremely accurate when it comes to uh timekeeping devices so they use them in space there's a uh, uh, atomic cesium atomic clocks have been used in space exploration missions contributing to precise navigation and timing in satellite systems oh man but how 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 does it it seems like there's like a, a chunk missing in there of like of information like how does it yeah, how do- I don't know. It's one of only five elements that are liquid at or near room temperature. So it has a very, very low melting point. Okay. Maybe it has something to do with that. Um, I don't know, though. That's so weird. But it's it's very, very, and the weird thing about it, it's so reactive that it's never found in nature as a free element. It's always with something. It's usually got to get it from some other kind of uh, mineral that where it's wow. a compound. Yeah, tease it yeah. out of something. That's yeah. That's fucking nuts, man. Very, very. So it, atomic clocks, like regular clocks work like gears and shit, right? Basic timekeeping yeah. watches and shit like that. But And some kind of metronome where this thing, a certain thing swings back and forth this amount of times. And that's how you, you know, the seconds and all that kind of stuff. In a lot of cases. So then how do atomic clocks work? Atomic clocks is like measuring the, the vibrations of atoms. Almost like, like they have like a wobble. Holy shit. I had no idea. So apparently uh, cesium is a very regular wobble. Or whatever the uh, scientific term for that is. Okay. Yeah, that, that, um, yeah, that kind of answers my question then. Yeah, I guess I was asking how atomic clocks work. But got so oh, okay. overwhelmed yeah. by cesium. <laughs> I don't know why cesium is so regular, but yeah, it's, it's a diet and <laughs> <laughs> probiotics. It's very consistent. You can you can <laughs> wind your watch to cesium. I've heard <laughs> quite literally. <yeah. laughs> Even then, how do you figure that out? Yeah, right. <laughs> I made a clock that gets uh that's so accurate from uh just you know from looking at atoms. And especially if like you're measuring consistency with some like you, you have your stopwatch and oh it's not exactly the same. Well that's because it's it's more accurate than your watches. <laughs> oh. Okay. Well then <laughs> why am I using this? Let's use that. Take that Fortnite. <laughs> Fucking useless. I mean I have more, but I, I just want to at least just hit one more. Yeah, definitely. Because as we we like. talked about garlic. So there's an element called tellurium. It's a metalloid, and we use it in a lot of, uh, I guess, electronics. Again, it's good with conducting like things. Like a metalloid um, maniac? <laughs> the, he, but he built it. <laughs> it he built it. It is his it, ground. It is his ground. <laughs> <laughs> you got to move faster. <laughs> uh, was it to? Tellurium with a tellurium T T tell with a U R I U M. 
Tellurium. But yeah, it's used in solar cells mm. and it's a metal, but it's brittle like glass. One of the bad things about it, though, and the reason why I wanted to touch on it is it has a particular odor, a distinctive and somewhat repulsive odor similar to that of garlic. Um, so it reacts with moist air and we'll give that off. But there are cases where, uh, if you're working with it or you're near it, when it's reacting and you inhale it, you can, your breath can actually smell like garlic from breathing tellurium in, Oh man! which sounds fantastic, but it actually means you're dying. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have tellurium poisoning. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So first your breath smells like garlic and then. It's like you watch them open the arc at the end of the first Indiana Jones movie. <laughs> That's fucking. I guess you need a lot of it, though. But yeah. Out here huffing tellurium, trying to get that garlic breath, bro. Yeah. <laughs> just stick with the garlic one. <laughs> it's way cheaper. Just bite, just bite <laughs> a garlic. Your breath will smell like garlic for hours. And burn. <laughs> uh, who else we got? Who else we got? Uh, let's see here. Like this Neptunium, which uh, is a big heavy element that is synthetic. Like um, I'm not even sure it's in real life like exists, but we created it because it's used in production of plutonium for nuclear reactors. So. We created it so we can bomb better. <laughs> nice. It was very nice of us. Yeah. Figuring yeah. out. <laughs> well, we have, no, no. We can we can murder way more people with this all at once. We just got to make this new element. Yeah. <laughs> hey, how was work today? Uh, I discovered a new element, and uh, I think it's really going to help murder a lot of people. <laughs> oh, that's oh. very nice. Good for you. <laughs> Good job, honey. Past the turkey gravy. Technetium. So this is the first element on the periodic table that does not have any stable isotopes. So it doesn't matter how many uh, neutrons this thing has on the inside, it will decay. Um, but it's used in medical imaging. And uh, it's still being studied, though, as far as its chemical properties. There's a weirdness to it. Now, like x-rays, like medical imaging, or is there a different? Yeah, similar. I don't know if it's MRIs, x-rays, CAT scans, whatever the case might be. But yeah, that kind of stuff. Um, and it was also the first element to be artificially produced. Oh, neato. So it existed in nature, and then we figured out how to make it fake, too. Just slammed a bunch of shit into each other. And then, uh, yeah. hey, we have this. That'll work. We have this thing. Uh, MRI tip, by the way, uh, which uh, my wife discovered when they give you the option for what do you want to listen to for music? Uh, tool. I don't know what songs she was listening to specifically, but there's already a lot of weird banging and shit going on around you anyway. And it just kind of, just kind of mm, compliments fair. it. And also the songs are long as fuck. So that's true too. Yeah. Help the time go by. I would, <laughs> I would be tempted to go the other way. Just pick something real obscure and short songs and like naughty Mexican or 
something no one else has. Well, Pig Destroyer would work, I guess. But yeah. Oh, that'd be chaos. Fire up the first three Pig Destroyer albums. <laughs> I'll be in here. <laughs> um, the last time, the last MRI I had, uh, guy said, "What do you want to hear?" I said, "Well, what? What are you playing the music through?" I was like, "Spotify or anything like that." He said, "I got YouTube. Whatever you want on YouTube." Gave him the the Wu Tang Led Zeppelin thing that you found. Or that you sent out. Oh, cool. yeah! I was like, I can listen to this. Yeah, it's a uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. It is. That's that's good shit. I'm gonna listen to that again. I completely forgot about it. And normally, normally I hate mashups. It has to be <laughs> pretty pretty unique or spectacular for me to get with it. Yeah, it was a uh, pretty well executed. Yeah, I don't know why mashups to me. It's like, well, I like the Mona Lisa, but you know, it'd be cool <laughs> if we took uh, I don't know. That pitchfork, pitchfork from that farmer picture. What is that? Whistler's mother or something like that. <laughs> That's a, uh, American Gothic. Whistler's mother is the oh, lady okay. in, the wa- in the rocking chair. Either yeah. way, let's get that <laughs> rocking chair and put the Mona Lisa in that. Now would be cool. Like, you know, leave leave it how it is. We don't need to mash anything up, unless it's Slipknot and Justin Bieber. <laughs> um, there was a. Oh, I'm losing it. Uh, the Wugazi one was pretty good. I don't know if you listened to that. I haven't. What was uh, it? Wu Tang and Fugazi. At the uh, makes sense with yeah. the name. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, I forget which album, but yeah, we'll find that. Send you that as well. It's pretty groovy. That's sweet. Uh, yeah, it's got good elements of both. Speaking of elements, you got any more elements there? <laughs> what other what elements? <laughs> No, I, th- I think that's the other ones are just kind of more of the same that these are you know, not, not very stable and radioactive in a lot of circumstances. There's there's a lot of those. Uh, we kind of made them in a lab and dubbed them elements, but they don't really exist that well in nature or they combine with something else usually to be stable. Is there actually an unobtainium like an avatar? Not that I'm aware of. But that doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Again, you're starting to get into the bottom of that periodic table. I don't know. Uh, yep, just fiction. Just did a cursory okay. glance. See, I knew that movie was yeah, it's fake. A, yeah, it's a stupid name anyway. <laughs> but can't touch him. <laughs> On the nose too much him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really, this thing that's hard to get is called unobtainium. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least name it after the guy who found it, like everybody else. <laughs> Imagine we're trashing it, and it was like <laughs> Fred Unobtaini. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like it was named after it's like, me. That's what I, I found it. It's, it's the only thing I've ever done. <laughs> I found it to be quite ironic that I I obtained something and then they're calling it unobtainium. <laughs> yeah, they're getting it. Why why wasn't it obtainium at that point? Why didn't they drop the un? Yeah. Get your prefixes right. That's right. That's like it's like kid rock. You're like fifty. You're not kidding nothing. <laughs> you're, you're you're dude pop country. <laughs> Back to Avatar for a sec. Uh Visually, very cool fucking movie. I saw that in the theater with 3D glasses, and oh, nice. yeah, there, there's a part when they're flying on the sh- on those fucking things, 
that like they dipped down and my stomach legit dropped. Like I was, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, you were into yeah, it. it. Was, it was pretty fucking neat to look at, but as far as like, that's really cool. Story and story wise, it was it dances with wolves. It was dances with wolves all over again. Kind of, I, th- I thought it was Fern Gully. Oh, okay, yeah, they. Yeah, either way, the fact that there's multiple fucking movies already that you're like, oh, this is the same exact movie. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, exactly. It's always the this guy was a dick, but that's because he didn't understand other people, and now he joined them. And uh, yeah, like it's fought. Isn't that the same as like any movie where a teacher goes to teach at an inner city school? Like Bill Burr has has the bit about it and by the end of the movie she's like wearing her hat backwards and yeah the teaching how to yeah. dance yeah. <laughs> uh last thing before we go uh, i am not the first uh person to be saying this but holy shit i saw talk to me it's the it's the a24 uh spooky movie it's like a hand you touch a hand okay. and it uh it's it was like the hand of a psychic that was cut off and you see ghosts when you touch the hand. Ooh. Yeah, it's pretty creepy. I never, I don't do spooky yeah, movies. That's right. That's right. You don't. I'm a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, little bitch movies, but uh, spooky movies, right. not so much. <laughs> <laughs> I always just assumed everybody liked spooky movies, but apparently not. And if. <laughs> Yeah, if you watch TV, you would get that assumption, too, because it's like every other commercial break has the trailer for this new crazy movie. And don't worry, we're going to. I know you're watching basketball, but here's a jump scare. (laughs) 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 And another thing that's mainstream, right? That horror movies are everybody's fine with them. But I listen to Slayer or you listen to Slayer and like, ooh, that's devil worshiping music or something like that. It's like, no, it's not. You're watching fucking Exorcist. There's literally devils in it. Like, this is just, yeah. that's always been my my complaint about it. It's, it's the uh, horror equivalent of music. Yeah. Music equivalent of horror. Kicks yeah. ass. Fucking Slayer. Slayer is great. And I think uh, that's a strong place to wrap up this episode about elements that uh slayer fucking rules yeah if you learned anything on this podcast it should be listen to slayer a hundred percent under the guise of science guys always spelled g-u-i-s-e uh you can find us on facebook instagram and uh gmail gmail.com and also on YouTube and TikTok, we are under the guise of science. And on X slash Twitter, we are at Science Guys. Uh, Patreon, you can also oh, Patreon us if you'd like. Um, we currently have two. If we could double that number, like we're only like covering half of the expense of this out of our own pocket. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, if you like the show uh, and you want to be on the show, apparently, uh, just (laughs) (laughs) limited time offered to people we actually know, you can come co-host the show. (laughs) If not, if you're someone that for some reason wants to give us money that we don't know personally, we'll figure out a tier for you. 
We'll give you something. I don't know what. Yeah, day. we'll have we'll have tears coming right out of your eyes. That's how good the fucking episode yeah. that you pick is going to be. There you go. You pick pick an episode. Pick a topic. There you go. I pick like topic. it. Yeah. Cool. All right. There. That's your that's your gift. <laughs> that's your supply. You come through with the demand. <laughs> if you donate money to us, we will let you do show prep. <laughs> so, yeah. it's <laughs> a win-win. <laughs> Shit, cut that part out. <laughs> cool beans. All righty, we're done. I listen to Far Bar. Yeah, see you next time, fuckers. <laughs>